This is Infants on Thrones. Listener Action. Welcome back to Infants on Thrones. I'm Glenn Ostland, and this is our November 2018 Listener Essay Contest, where you, the listeners, get to say what you want to say, how you want to say it, where you want to say it, and it is more than a privilege that that where gets to be here, that we get to host these on Infants on Thrones, where so many of us are all infants sitting on different kinds of thrones, right? Today's essay comes from Troy. And is titled, it's titled The Mask from Troy. And after you listen, please go to our website and vote for it and provide the author some personal feedback. Winners will be announced in early December. First place gets $200, second place $100, and third place $50. All right, ready, set. All right, go ahead. I am a fraud. I'm a liar. I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing. I wear a mask. I could be your spouse, I could be your home teacher or minister, I could be one of your closest friends or even your elder scorn president or a member of the bishopric, but I wear a mask. It's not a mask you can see or feel, it's a mask of conformity and allegiance, of trying to fit in, of trying to avoid the inevitable repercussions that would result if I was to ever remove this mask. I don't believe. I haven't believed in a long time. I've doubted the truthfulness of what I've been expected to accept since I was a teenager. Ever since one of my non-member friends asked me, do you really believe that? To which I responded with a lackluster, well, not really. I mean, I have my doubts. Why would I say that? I've been trained since I was in primary to testify to friends, to tell them how much I know it's true, to bear my testimony of Joseph Smith being a prophet and how the Book of Mormon is the word of God. Surely, they would feel the overwhelming power of the Holy Ghost testifying that what I was saying was true. But I didn't. I said what I actually believed, that I doubted. How could I be so stupid? Now the Lord will definitely hold me accountable for my friend's soul. I would have to answer for my lack of faith. After all, that could have been the very moment that God was preparing my friend to receive the truth. And now I messed it up. I obviously needed to work on my testimony so I wouldn't make such a terrible mistake again. I tried to convince myself that it was true for the sake of my parents and my friends. I struggled with gaining a testimony, but I took the advice from Dallin H. Oaks that testimonies are better gained on the feet, bearing them, than on the knees praying for them. Maybe if I just kept telling myself and others that I knew it was true, then eventually I would actually know what's true. Maybe if I just kept repeating what others claimed to know was true, then I could know also. Maybe if I just convinced myself through repetition, then God would bless me. I studied the scriptures. I studied other religions. I prepared myself for a mission. Surely if I sacrificed two years of my life spreading the gospel, God would help me know it was true. I was ready. I was convinced. I could answer any question anyone could throw at me. I knew every anti-Mormon claim and how to counter it. I knew all about Joseph Smith's wives, masonry, the lack of DNA evidence, the whole horse and tapers thing. I could bash with the best of them. I had knowledge, and knowledge was power. It was enough to feel confident that what I was teaching was true. I was even getting answers to prayers, personal revelations. I, I was seeing the power of the priesthood blessings work in real time. So why this sinking feeling? 
I still had doubts. So I put on my mask. As long as I can keep behaving like I believe everything was 100% true, eventually all the pieces would fit together, right? The mask had a smile and caring eyes. People who met me felt comfortable talking to me. It had a lot of great answers. It could bear strong testimony, but the boy underneath was still scared and worried. That could all come crashing down. I sat in my white shirt and tie and my black name badge, thinking maybe there's an explanation for all this. Maybe indoctrinating myself isn't the right answer. Sure, I, I think I receive answers to prayers, but what about all those other times and all those other answers that weren't right? Like when God told me to visit a specific person, but they weren't home. Or to ride my bike down a specific street because there was someone there who needed to hear the gospel, but no one was there. Or even when I was told clear as day that the girlfriend I had waiting for me at home was the one I was supposed to marry, but ended up cheating on me. Maybe all those answers to prayers were just me? That's it. Uh, whenever the answers I receive end up being right, they're from God. Whenever they're wrong, it's just my imagination. I, I get it now. Or do I? Now I'm home. I've served an honorable mission. And you know what? This trial of faith has gone on long enough. I'm just going to give it my all. I'm going to go be 100% active in my singles ward. I'm going to fulfill my callings. I'm going to read the scriptures every day and give my whole heart to the Lord. So I did. Then I met the one. The one who the Lord must have prepared for me in the pre-mortal world. The one who I was meant to marry in the temple. So we did. We made a family. We made children. This is it. This is what I've worked for all this time. The eternal family. Maybe I could put away this mess once and for all. Maybe all my doubts were gone. Maybe finally everything made sense and I just needed to stop overthinking it. But what about this? What about that one thing I, I read? I remember those questions that I couldn't answer before. I remember all those things that I pushed to the back of my mind. Those things that might not make sense now, but will make sense in the afterlife. Can I really live this way? Can I raise my kids to believe something I don't fully believe myself? Could I lie? I don't believe. I just don't. I can finally be honest, but only with myself. With the person behind this mask. I don't believe. But I've worn this mask for too long. Everyone around me expects me to believe. The people I've shared my testimony with, my wife who I've prayed with, my kids who I've given blessings to. I can't take off this mask. I can't expose this monster underneath. I can't let them ever know. What would happen? My wife expects me to be the spiritual leader in the home, the one who will help us get to the social kingdom. The one who will create worlds with her in the eternities. If I'm not that guy, then she has no use for me. If I was to reveal the non-believer underneath, I can only imagine the pain and disappointment that would follow. I've lived this lie for too long. I've tried to gain a testimony on my feet by bearing it, but have ended up on my knees, hopeless and trapped. So I've made my choice. I will wear the mask. I will live the lie. I will be a fraud. I will sacrifice my integrity. I'll do these things for their sake, for my wife, my kids, 
for anyone else in the church that I serve. I can do this with the futile hope that one day maybe I can be me. That one day maybe I can remove this mask without fear. But for now, the mask is all you'll see. Hey, that was great. All right, listeners, don't forget to go to our website and vote for this essay. Provide some feedback. And if you've got something you want to say and you can squeeze it in before the end of November, record your own listener essay. Send it to us. We'll post it. Come support us on Patreon. And as always, thanks for listening to Infants on Thrones. Hi, this is Hillary. Matthew Ryan. Carol Dutchley. And I like to play bingo online while listening to Infants on Thrones. You can comment on this episode on the website, infantsonthrones.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the quorum a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes. I did. I did. I did. Anyone for the closing prayer? Thank you for listening to Infants on Thrones. Infants on Thrones.